that long day behind you. Good times lie ahead. With company worth keeping, then a bash a smile on your head. Come on in, the doors open, you'll find just the finest folks here. Pull up a chair, grab a drink, and let our stories your ear. Cause we're the Beer and bedlam The talk, talk, talk the tavern Music, medicine, then some The talk, talk, talk the tavern The song's over Here we come And welcome to Here. the tavern, everyone No, I never muted I don't mute I'm a wild man that way I am Travis Sivar Check out my incredible books There are a bunch more Before the end of 2022 I want to have six books in my portal series Go check them out Just Google them um, Right, my vices I, I am loading a pipe with Cornell and Deal Dark Cherry Cavendish right now It's going to be a wonderful Lumberjack Savinelli here But also as we did the last episode and the next episode, we've got an incredible guest with us here who I'm so excited. And she's fitting in so well in the tavern, which is always a worry for us. Rachel, what are your vices tonight? Um, I've just got a Coke. Not like the recreational Coke, but just a Coca-Cola. Uh, <laughs> and some uh, water. Uh. And I am the author of Let There Be Fire, R.A. Morley which you can find on Amazon, on uh, Apple Books, Barnes & Noble, anywhere you can get your ebooks. And Ed, what about you? My advice tonight is liquid apples. It's very good. <laughs> Did you liquefy them so yourself? No, I didn't mash these myself. Um, how about you, Andrea? What's your advice tonight? Um, unfortunately, it's the last of my pocky. Aww. It makes me very sad. You guys know what Pocky is? <laughs> it's these wonderful strawberry cream covered biscuit sticks things. They're like the size of a skewer with strawberries flavoring <laughs> over it. And they're crunchy. And she's... No, 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 no. It, it's kind of like you remember when you were a kid and you you like to have like little pretzels, little pretzel sticks, and you would dip them in cheese. But this is like just like a sweet version of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So let's raise a glass because last time we did butcher. This time we're doing baker. Next time we're doing candlestick maker. So let's raise our glasses. Which, by the way, I have some Johnny Walker high rye. Incredible. Sent for me from a viewer and listener in Tennessee. Um, here's the baked goods. God damn. Killing us slowly. Mm-hmm. So, as we look at this topic here, Andrea, hmm. I love to cook. Hmm. I don't bake or shit. I just don't enjoy it. It's not my thing. But you love to bake. You like to make bread. You like to make cakes. You like to make muffins. You, yes. You, you grow all kinds of things. Oh, yeah, Doug. Doug asks... Uh, for our live viewing audience here, but the alcohol is okay. Alcohol is great. And that's also a grain, just so everybody knows. It's like baking, but liquid. Um, so, and Rachel, you fancy yourself a baker. Is that correct? I don't fancy myself anything. Oh. You fancy me. 
Uh, Rachel, do you bang some shit? I, I, I don't know where to go now. <laughs> Ed, you don't bake worse shit, right? I, I don't bake shit. I smoke shit, but I don't bake shit. Okay, by smoke shit, let's clarify that. He likes to smoke meats and canned goods, and he makes a hell of a buffalo stew. But uh, You make a great baked chicken. Are we going back to the smoked part? Yeah. I don't know what we're doing. We're talking about making. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is... I think she's now. I think we're talking about baked goods, though, as opposed to baked chicken or baked potatoes. Baked chicken is a baked good. It is. It's yummy. It's really good, and it's baked. (laughs) It's back to that sandwich fight again. (laughs) God, that sandwich fight is a beautiful fight. Oh, Okay. So, Rachel, let, let's focus on you for a moment. Yes. What do you bake? What do you do? I mean, I bake all the things that my friends like to eat, essentially. Because this kind of started off with, um, in typical Belizean fashion, is women don't tell you, I love you. We just feed you the things you like and hope you get the idea. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> So anytime I was dating a boyfriend or a girlfriend, I wanted to find out what is that treat that they like. And that's why I would learn to make for them. So is, okay, I'm curious. We're we're moving slightly into a tangent here. Is there a Mm -hmm. consistent thing that that people liked that you can kind of have the go-to starter point for baking a treat? Probably the easiest thing you can do is going to be a crumble. It's very, very hard to mess that up. I'm looking at Andrea to see if she's... Oh, yeah, it's very easy. I'll make you one later. Okay. Um, So that's like butter, flour, sugar, and cinnamon, right? Yeah, it's typically you're going to just have, like, for your dry ingredients, it's going to be, like, flour, sugar, cinnamon, which I like to use the dark brown sugar, and then like I'll throw in oats or something for like a nice little crisp crunch with it. Okay. That's By the way, nice Mouse says blushes at messing up a crumble. So, <laughs> you want to give us a quick rundown on making a good crumble? I mean, it's going to start with what you're using as a crumble, like for your top. Whatever fruit you're putting in doesn't really matter because your actual crumble crust is what's going to kind of keep everything in there, keep those juices nice and sort of like make this like faux pie kind of thing going on. So like I was saying is, you know, you have your flour that you use. I, I like to use dark brown sugar. So it's like a half and half going that way. I'll throw in oats to get, give it like a nice little consistency to it, a nice crunch to it, some cinnamon for taste, and then just a generous amount of melted butter to just give it that sort of like a fake dough where like you can kind of apply it like clay but it still kind of crumbles hence so, the name and what shape do you make these things in i'm looking at both you and andrea the crumbly shape so like are we looking like an eight by eight pan are we looking at a angel cake pan where it's just a, a ring what are we doing i just use whatever baking pan is there i don't use anything fancy like an angel cake pan and, like if any sort of like baking dish, really, that like you would make a cobbler in or a pie in. Yeah, I don't. Okay, I know a pie pan. Yeah, but, our pie plates. That's what you make it in. Oh, by the way, 
our dinner plates. And by the way, Doug, Ed was fanning himself because I think he was just hot and bothered about a woman baking. I, I heard juice and pie in the same sentence. <laughs> no, but sorry. Hold on, I got to straighten up my shorts for a second now. Okay. Um, so we use, we, we went and bought glass pie dishes. We no longer use plates in our house. We have some, but we never use them. We use a pie bowl. We call it a plow. Because if you eat spaghetti or peas, they don't run off your fucking plate when you're trying to eat them. Um, It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's we've like this shit needs to happen for everybody. No longer need plates. You just need a Pyrex pie it's what we do here <laughs> yeah you put it in the dishwasher you put it in the freezer you can put it straight so into you the can oven make your apple crumble in it and then use it as your plate and eat the whole fucking thing by yourself mm-hmm. is there any way to eat it otherwise <laughs> no with travis staring from across the room going oh oh so uh Bree would like to eat somebody's pie now. Just saying. And uh that one's accepted. Yeah. <laughs> um Mouse says, okay, but there are pasta plates designed for that. Don't fucking care. We can buy a pie, a glass Pyrex dish, a plow. You got him started. <laughs> because and by the way, do you have time to listen about our Lord and Dinner Savior, the air fryer? Um Anyhow, okay, so baking, let's go to basics. If somebody's like, I want to bake, what's the first thing? If they want to go fancy, I'm going to tell them to do a crumble because you'll you'll know when you see it, if you've made it right with like your dry ingredients, it really doesn't matter. Like you can taste it and you can be like, yeah, you know, it tastes fine. Then you can taste and see like, you know, does it need more sugar? Does it need more cinnamon? You can do that, 100%. And it's not going to make you sick tasting the dry ingredients. For the melted butter, you just add it in slowly and turn it over until you get like that sort of like crumbly old clay. By the way, add it in slowly, you mean add it in slowly melted into the flour. Yeah, into you're going to just mix all your dry ingredients together. Okay. So you're going to mix your flour and your sugar and your cinnamon. And like I say, I throw in, you know, rolled oats. For like a nice crunchiness but yeah you mix all of your dry ingredients together until it's like kind of like nice and homogenized mm. and then you'll slowly add in just melted butter let, let me help the cooking like, people kind of the, the people that like i like meat i make meat this <laughs> is not a lot different from making the breading that you put on fried chicken Okay. Or you add fruit. Yeah, you're going to take the flour. You're going to take the other seasonings. You're going to mix them all together. In this case, sugar and cinnamon. The melted butter. And you're going to make it kind of clumpy and crumbly. Am I right on that yeah. one? Am I going? Okay, carry on. Yep. on. Go on. Yeah. One of you. So, like, Somebody once take you, hmm? Hmm? Once you have your crumble crust made, just generously butter up whatever kind of pan you're going to use whether you're going to use like a deep baking dish whatever the case may be a generous amount of buttering just like get a coat so that nothing's stuck to it because the last thing you want to do is when you're trying to serve 
you know, your fancy guess is you don't want to fight with it. You want to make it look effortless. So generous amounts of butter and whatever kind of fruit you're putting in, uh, just like whatever works for you. The last one I did is I did peach and Mm -hmm. it was just, we had a bunch of frozen peaches and no one was going to eat them. And I felt like I don't want to throw it away because I don't like, I don't like throwing things away if they're still good. It seems so wasteful. We we have that same issue. All, all of us here. Yeah. So I had just let the frozen peaches thaw and because I hadn't frozen and thawed, they kind of made their own syrup to it. Right. And you just slosh it in there. You can use canned peaches as if you're in a hurry and you just like need something quick. Drain them. That's probably going to be. Drain them first. Do not drain them. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to keep that syrup in there to keep everything like nice and moist. So if you're using canned peaches, all the liquid goes in. All the liquid. And you don't need to dice them or do anything crazy. You don't need to throw them in the food processor. No. Just whole sliced peaches, slap them in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you if you want to do fresh, because you want to be super fancy like that, is you'll skin your peach, you'll slice up whatever way you want. Add sugar water. Just like a generous amount of sugar in water to make like a nice syrup to it. So and a cup like, of sugar, cup of water, make a nice thick mixture. Yeah, so like just something to like make like a runny syrup is basically what you're okay. after. It's like if you've ever had fresh from the tree maple syrup, and you know how it's like not that thick Mrs. Butterworth stuff, it's runny and watery and delicious. Mm. That's what you're going after mm. in terms of texture. So it's just like that. But again, like the fastest way and easiest way to still look super fancy is just use canned peaches. And okay. you'll just give like a nice thick layer to whatever dish you have and crumble your crust right on top of it until it's like a nice little coating. So are and you talking about making a pie now when you crumble the crust no, on top? it's still a crumble. Okay. Because the crust is on top, not the bottom. Uh, There's no bottom crust. No, it's no just crumbled crust. on the top. Yeah. That's why it's different than a pie. So it's fruit with... <laughs> Sugary bread on top. Yes. Okay. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> I'm not knocking this out. I'm just clarifying. It's so why well, haven't I had one? Because I don't make peach and make apples. When? <laughs> in my home? It's only enough in one plate, so it's on my I just come home and go, house smells great. Yeah, it did. <laughs> But by the way, Ed's wife, Teresa, makes this incredible thing when we go camping that, Ed, you know what I'm talking about, right? The lazy day cobbler. Yeah. It's like a box of cake mix, a can of whatever fruit, and what else, Ed? Butter Butter. and butter. And you throw it all in the pot, the like cast iron pot, put it over the fire, and ignore it for an hour. Oh my God. It's like <laughs> orgasmic. He well, dreams of this. Yeah. It's very good. I'm just saying. And so the point being, mm-hmm. it's not that hard to make a good, basic, baked good. Yeah, if yeah. if you're using the box cake mix, I can do that. I'd say I don't bake, but that's easy to do. You just sprinkle it on top of the fruit, 
take your stick of butter, slice it up, and lay it on top, and it comes out like a crumble. So, yeah, here's the hint about box stuff, guys. No, he does it all the time. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. By the way, Doug in chat for everybody listening to the podcast says, Ed, Travis is dreaming of your wife's pie. If that's what Ed was clarifying. Um, and then Ed put a pussy up on the screen. Giggling. Uh, it wasn't me. Pussy. Oh, I'm sorry, Doug. I'm, 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 you and Doug, like peas in a pod. Okay. Um. Yeah. Like it's really not. Oh, you know what? What? October's right around the corner. You know what oh, that means? No. Pumpkin spice everything. And okay. I have, like the perfect. Can we talk about? Recipe. Can we talk about pumpkin spice for a minute? Can we talk about the difference between pumpkin spice now versus pumpkin mm-hmm. spice twenty years ago? Now, Rachel, I have no idea. How old you are but when pumpkin spice everything came out and hit the market it tasted like fucking pumpkin pie it had a hint of cinnamon and graham cracker and all these amazing flavors and it was delightful and now it's like saccharine sugar with the hint of pumpkin or something and people are like that's a great and we're like quiet down white girl um <laughs> Because it's not what it was when it came out. So how do you do pumpkin spice something right? Andrea? Want, I had I had an ex-boyfriend, of course. Um, but he was like <laughs> Me too. Right, girl. go on. <laughs> he was the basic white girl that loved pumpkin spice everything. And so <laughs> I made him little pumpkin puffs. Okay. And I wasn't going to take the time out to learn how to do everything neatly and Amishly because I just don't have that kind of time sure. and patience. So I took the shortcut of just using a spice cake mix. Okay. And then just adding like extra nutmeg, extra cinnamon, and having pumpkin puree and just fold it all together. Okay. So I made like a dough. And then you just throw it into the oven like that. It was so easy and he loved it. Right. Because like, it's the best I've ever had, blah blah blah. Right. I'm like, yeah, because it's it, like not a bunch of corn syrup, it's right closer to the original than it was to whatever's going on now. Which is what right. I'm saying. Yeah, let's let's back off the high fructose corn syrup people. Let's right. go back to real sugar for our junk food and real seasoning. Uh, it can't be that hot. Pumpkin spice. I make a great pumpkin spice bread. That's yeah. it. Oh, where did you find the recipe? Do you want to tell that or not? So what happened was, at Target, they have these little bins in the front at, you know, different times of the year. They had, like, this little Thanksgiving plate, bread plate or something. And it was in the dollar, $2 bin, recipe on it. Like, like you know, that paper they put on the back with the scan bar? It's got a recipe on it. No, the plate had it. No. The plate. Oh. Had the recipe. Well, it had the recipe. Okay. The plate had the recipe because you're supposed to make it and then put the bread on there. So I got the recipe and so I made it. it. So if anybody's like, "This is great," I want the recipe. You're like, "Eat more and then you can have it." Yeah. But it was something simple. I'm like, "Let's see. Why not?" Got it off a plate at Target. It's a goddamn great recipe. It really was. I've Just making it so moist now. and and thick and heavy. Because when you eat something pumpkin spice or a fruitcake even, you want it to be, ugh, 
You want a little muscle, a little oomph behind it. You don't want this light. Thick and heavy and full of muscle. Got it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Pumpkin spice, you want it to sp- taste like the holidays, not chemicals. Yeah. See, yeah. and that's something I want to point at Andrea here and let her take over. Um, Andrea, you've had dietary issues previously, yeah? Mm-hmm. And quite often, people okay. have pointed at her and went, <gasps> You've got celiac disease. You're glucose, glucose, gluten. gluten intolerant. So what, after our tests and trying different things, I found that if I make my bread, no problem. It is not the gluten. It is the preservatives in the store-bought bread. So I started baking more because of that. So even like getting a pizza from the freezer section, if we get one, which... Funny fact, we found one preservative-free, $3 a pizza instead of $7 a pizza. No preservatives. She can eat a whole fucking pie by herself and be fine. I do. But you get one full of preservatives, and she's like, I am in hell, and I am going to fucking stab you because I'm in pain. I think that has a lot to do with, with things people are suffering from nowadays. So baking... Yes, this is all about baking. Everybody should at least try it. With fresh. Yeah. Could be, Let's see the difference. Something, um, what? Talking about the preservatives. Because mm-hmm. uh, it just popped back into my head. About going on nine years now, mm-hmm. my mom had a friend who wanted to give her a nice treat for her birthday. And my mom's friend gave her these little tiny cupcakes. And at the time, we had a white Pomeranian, and she found these little cupcakes that looked like white Pomeranians. The frosting was designed like that. Mm-hmm. And she gave them to my mom, and I was like, oh, my God, they're so cute, blah, blah, blah. I love it. She didn't have the heart to eat these really cute things that were gifted to her, so she just left them on the counter. <laughs> they're still on her counter, and they still look exactly the same as they did the day that she was given them. Wait. Nine years later. Nine? She's... Wow. Wait, did you just so say she had baked goods that are almost a decade old on her yeah. counter still? Yeah. She okay. just cleans off the little plastic top. And <laughs> Wait, does she no have a cat? On there. There's nothing else. They just look like the day that they were bought. They're a little bit washed out with color, but they look like, you know, if you, if you cleaned off the top and just sat it there, it's like, oh, yeah, you could buy that and eat it. I should tell you something about the preservatives, like, Nine yeah. years later, it's that's actually kind of scary. I think those cupcakes will outlive the apocalypse, <laughs> like wow. Twinkies and moon pies. Exactly. And moon <laughs> pies and Twinkies. Can we talk about Twinkies for a moment? Because somebody mentioned those. Are they baked or fried? Earlier today, we had a fried Twinkie. Everything we eat in junk food, baked junk food today, made with high fructose corn syrup. And chemicals and preservatives, etc. 20, 30, 40 years ago, they tasted different. Yeah? Yes. Because they were made with, I don't know, sugar. And they would rot and go bad if you didn't eat them. Mm. There you go. They would rot. And people want things cheap. Corn syrup's cheaper than sugar. Hence, that's why your baked goods at the store mostly contain that instead of sugar now. Okay. Now you know. 
So, baking. We got crumbles. We got, what about biscuits? You a biscuit person there, Rachel? Yeah. Now, um, you're from Belize. Take a lot more time, though. Let, like, let me ask you this. There's so much time waiting for it to rise. I'm going to derail you, you from biscuits. You're from Belize, correct? Or your family yeah. is? Okay. Yeah. What is a traditional baked good that you eat at least weekly in Belize that we don't hear? I mean, it's going to be like a traditional little homemade bread. And we make it into like a nice roll. And it's like, it's like a sugary white bread. Uh-huh. Like, if you had Wonder Bread, but right. actually tasted good and was an actual bread. <laughs> <laughs> so, is this, what, what, what is that? I'm trying to give it, I'm trying they to don't call it Wonder Bread for nothing. You have to wonder what the hell's in it. So, yeah. remember, what, what is that, the, the one Latino, Central American treat? They've got all kinds of things, but it's got like a koala or a teddy bear on it, and it's, what is it? Whore, slut, bitch. What? What is the name? What is the name I'm thinking of? I don't know. Oh, come on. I know what the snack is. I could picture the label, but I don't know. Yeah, what it I, it, it's something that makes us look at it because they have like toilet paper with the same name. It's weird. Um, oh, we're talking about bimbo? Bimbo, that's it. See, whore, slut, bitch. I got it. Like yeah, know. that that's like the preservative version of what you're talking about, right? Because they have like, you know, like like yeah. Hostess Twinkies and Cupcakes. They have 50 different things they put out under their label. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And... You know, like, like the thing that I, I grew up with was my grandmother would make these breads. And um, every, every time I try and do it, I always mess it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't come out quite the same. But it's like a nice, soft, white bread that she makes into like these nice little rolls. And then they make it into like a nice little, like, it kind of looks almost like you should make it into a sandwich. They have an actual name for it. And I don't know what are, it is. Are, are they little yeah. loaves, like what you get at Outback with the brown bread? Uh, no, it's, there's an actual name for it where it's like a nice little, sort of like a pseudo French bread. But it's like this size. Okay. And you can just slice it for like a sandwich is it round or know. elongated it's round okay i don't remember what it's called i can't remember the french uh, name either it's like you know sourdough loaves come out looking like this they look like round dollops of bread yeah. but it's not like that it's it's a lot it's a little bit more sandwich shaped um, okay if that makes any sense sure but it's it's just like a nice bread that we have that um, when you make it, and you have to make it from scratch, it, trying to get this thing in the store is just like, it's not worth it. It's mm -hmm. not, because it's never going to be the same. You have to have it from scratch at home, and then, like, try and figure out how you're going to eat it, you know. It's like, back in the day, is that they would make a whole entire bakery right. <laughs> of this one, because that was, like, your week of bread for, like, having it with breakfast, with, like, your eggs, you would toast it. You would slice it up and have it like as a nice little treat with some tea. You'd have it for your sandwiches. You have it to like dip in your soup. It's kind of a staple, really, and it is just like a really nice. I'm really interested in meeting your grandmother now. Is she single? <laughs> My grandmother is single. Yes, she's 
my grandfather died when I was very, very young, so she's been single quite a long time. Great. Oh, you might have a chance. Yeah, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> okay, let's wrap this topic up. Baking. Uh, oh, fuck. Doug just pointed out that I'm not single. <laughs> But I'm willing to bet Andrea would love some fresh baked bread. So, you know. I'm willing to share. Yeah, we can work something out. It's, uh, let's wrap this up. Rachel, Andrea, I'm going to turn to you guys. You got some closing thoughts on being a baker at home. If you want to bake something easy, get an easy bake oven. Oh, no. Can't get any simpler than that. <laughs> Rachel, please say something intelligent after that. I think when you're when you try to start off baking, a lot of discouragement comes when you're trying to do something very fancy. You don't have to. That's a great way to be discouraged very quickly because you will mess up something fancy. Stick to the kiss rule. Keep it simple, and trust me, your simple things will look so amazing when you show it off to your friends to your boyfriend girlfriend whoever you start off simple and you build up your skill that's how you become a baker Thanks. you don't have to start off like making bread and making something complicated start simple you can do it and closing toast here let's just raise our glasses to those folks that will put something in the oven we can enjoy here's to mm -hmm. those folks oh we could oh you got a plastic glass that's no good Okay, guys. Yeah, we're gonna try to put something in the oven that they'll enjoy. We'll edit all that.